It's time for BB Chatter Live. And I'll repeat that in just a second. It's time for BB Chatter Live. I'm Keith. I'm here for another season of Big Brother, something like the 21st plus the CBB. So I think this is my 23rd year of Big Brother. Along with me here today, and almost every day that we're online on the podcast, is my buddy Finley. Everybody's buddy Finley. How you doing, Finley? Well, I, I got to tell you, I think I'm doing good, but I think I'm not doing as good as whoever runs Jason Momoa's social media uh, positioning. Dear God, he got name dropped a lot tonight. Um, no, I'm doing great, Keith. Uh, we are we are live, hopefully. If you are listening to this, please tell us and let us know in our chat. We do have a listener chat. You can uh, No, no. Listener chat is turned off. Oh, dang it. I'm sorry to interrupt there. Right. If you want to contact us in any way, the only way right now is bbchatter.com. And unless I'm mistaken, the terms, the new terms this year are that we will not have a chat function on okay. the uh, Mixler. That's like dead. It overloaded their server along with a lot of other things. Wow. Yeah. So you want to start this again? No, we're still good. Okay, good. Well, we're going to stay here. It still thinks that we're hooked up, so we will pretend to be hooked up. So once again, we're here. It's not supposed to be about how screwed up the podcast server is. It's supposed to be about how cool Julie looked in that pink baby dress. Oh, my God. What do you think? I mean, really, don't you want to see her in a pink baby dress and knee socks and (laughs) maybe a school uniform? God, Julie. By now, dope. I know that the ex-CEO of CBS is rocking the cradle a little bit with Julie, but does she have to wear the baby dress? I did not think of that until you just said it. You're absolutely right as far as, uh, as that look. I said it looked like she was wearing a pink tent earlier tonight but no you're absolutely right on that just no that extra space that extra space at the bottom where it kind of puffs out that's where the diaper goes Uh, i know this i know this because i have a granddaughter (laughs) (laughs) she's Um. she's gonna be two in september and i'm telling you she's a firecracker but yeah her dresses look like that too it really did look like a, a toddler dress, and I sat there watching it. It was like a toddler or a 60s throwback, uh, like something from London in the 60s. And it didn't distract me from the rest of the show, which, to be fair, was actually a pretty darn good first episode. Um, there was a lot of fun stuff to watch in this episode. I, that's that's my initial opinions of it. What did you think? Yeah, you know, there was actually a lot of things I liked about that episode. The first one was it was over fast, um, really and what was. I mean by that is is we have seen this background of the house guest crap, where they take a whole hour to introduce all sixteen people one by one, and then say, "And tune in next week, or tune in tomorrow, or whatever." And they had those suckers on the bench, name tags ready, um, so that they could actually start playing the game after 30 minutes. So they cut half of their crap. 
of their inter intro episode. I'm liking that. Um, now we know that Elise, Annalise is Annalise, not Annalise, not Annalise, not Annalise, it's Annalise. Um, and I only mentioned that because she's young, she's hot, and there's something about her that just doesn't seem quite real to me. Um, whether there's things. some naivety or um, what else it is, I couldn't tell you exactly. But I know her neighborhood where her mom and dad live, where she grew up. I know her school up here in northern Nevada. I can get there pretty quick. And so, you know, she strikes me as all these kind of things in terms of, you know, the... Oh, I don't want to put a tag on it, but I just want to say I believe she's a little bit sheltered and naive. And at the same time, I believe she's absolutely cutthroat. She is pretty, especially the eyes. But um, I just got to put this out there. You know, if you're wondering who I'm watching right now um, for this first month, it's almost certainly going to be Holly. Okay. Is it? Yeah, yeah. For a lot of reasons. First of all, where she lived is a lot where I lived in, in Colorado, a lot like where I lived in Colorado. Like there isn't anybody. Like there are a couple dude ranches and some farm farmers that farm hay and about 5,000 people in a county the size of uh, New York's, not really, I guess actually it's Los Angeles I was trying to think of. L.A. County and the little tiny county, actually the huge county I lived in in Colorado, had less than 20,000 people. Something like 20 to 22 actually, I think, now. But, but then not so much. So that whole outdoorsy beautifulness of you know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming is even prettier than the part of Colorado I was in. So, yeah, that's all good. But the fact that she's a horsewoman and, you know, athletic, and then at the same time, she's working for some kind of a animal park in L.A. Mm -hmm. as the wine person, animal person combined. That's just kind of cool, except for it's too bad she lives in L.A. Anyway, I just mostly wanted to take the uh, the heat off poor little Annalise. And, yeah, I haven't ever really made a distinction in terms of watching the show, in terms of who's hot or who's not hot by age. At least certainly not by, uh, you know, I mean... All these people are over 18. It's okay to say we wouldn't mind seeing them in a showmance. If Annalise and Jack hooked up, that would be kind of funny. But I think Jack has his eyes set on Holly, so we'll see. What about you, Holly? Uh, what about you, Holly? Yeah, right. I got Holly on the brain. Finley, who are you liking? Um, well, first of all, I'm, I'm really surprised you didn't say you were interested in Annalise for that. Uh, that on the website, I made a joke on the board about, well, I think we know who... Uh, who's going to be a big fan of Annalise. But um, my favorite right now, and this is purely from an entertainment factor, is Isabella. Um, and this, this... Oh, hell yeah. This is going down to the, the Brittany Haynes factor. Um, back in Big Brother 12, 
I made no bones and no secret of the fact that I absolutely adored the little blonde ball of hate. And when I tell you she brought me countless nights of absolute joy, Hilarity. I, I get that vibe off of Bella. And I'm hoping, beyond hope, that she is just as entertaining. Beyond that, um, I'm very curious to see when the Jack-Jack Alliance is going to fade out. That is my official name for them. Uh, complete well, with uh, Baby Jack-Jack from The Incredibles. And let's be real. Little Jackson was all about it. Big Jack was like, this guy's an idiot. I'll string him along. So I have to say, you know, as long as Jackson is serving Jack's interests, everything's cool. But I think he pulls the trigger real quick. And uh, so maybe a month, maybe two months. Well, to interrupt here for just a second, we have reports from three different people that are trying to listen to us that they could not. So we're going to continue on and then leave it in the archives and see what happens next. Um, I did not receive any notification from Mixler today that they were still having problems. They said they were back on the air, everything's great. Obviously, that's a lie. I think that the Big Brother premiere has impacted them a lot greater than they may have expected. Let's face it, this is a big night for people doing the kind of thing that we do here. And I would not be surprised at all if Mixler's hitting overcapacity with some of the uh, technical issues that we've seen them report over the past week. For those of you who don't know, both uh, Keith and I have a little bit of a techie background, and we've been talking about this for a little bit. And so we will have this out there. We will have this on the archive, and we will have it out there through our other distribution methods. But for now, here we're going to talk Big Brother, and we're going to talk about... Um, the things that we saw tonight we both talked about the fact that we thought it was a good episode i i have often said that that first episode's a waste of time and ever since they've expanded it to two nights it's two nights of a waste of time this one got down to important stuff um including the fact that we now know for certain that someone is going someone's out yeah. there by this point and by all accounts online Spoilers, folks. We're gonna we're gonna reveal this information by all accounts Which, online. That person, go ahead. I was just gonna say, as far as spoilers go, if you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna hear nothing but spoilers. Yep. Um, and when we run out of spoilers, we'll talk shit about the people on, you know, Big Brother. But the spill it because I actually did not track this because I thought it was bullshit just because the guy was not on um, either of the two quote-unquote, mistaken releases of audio on the feeds channels. What you got, Finley? Right now, from all accounts, it looks like David is the person who ultimately gets removed from the house as part of this camp director um, twist, whatever you want to call it, which uh, Jackson, by the way, I did love the fact that immediately after he found out what the power is, Jackson was immediately like, I'm sorry, I'm just telling you all now, I'm sorry. If you're one of the people, I'm very sorry. He is laying the groundwork for kissing their ass after they come back from this. And he needs to. He said it himself. The three people that come back in this house, they're going to be Are going to have his name at the top of their frickin' list. So, my question is, 
what are we going to see for the competition that takes David out? That's what I really want to know. Because that's if it's physical, I'm shocked as shit. If it's mental, I want to see what it is. So I believe I believe it's going to be putting together a puzzle in the HOH room. Typically, it is something like that. I mean, it honestly it honestly is some kind of a puzzle or a thing yeah, you know, like a lines. a big life size puzzle uh, that's really easy to put together. Please have Caitlin come back to host whatever this yeah, is. Yeah, Caitlin just can is host. So great. Hey, I got to jump on something you were saying before I interrupted with actual status. Um, and that is Isa, as her mother calls her, or Bella, um, as everybody else calls her. First of all, she strikes me as, as a more humorous sort of June song. Now, it might be easy to say, well, you know, are you some kind of like because she was Asian and she's Asian? I'm like, no, because both of them are dragon lady queen bitches. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely some personality quirks that they share. I will say that. They, they share a great deal of cutthroatness. Let's put it that way. So if anybody's offended by that, my apologies. Um, I won't make, you know, I, I, I joke about all people of any origin or other unique identifying manner equally. I don't pick anybody out to make fun of. I only make fun of the people right in front of me. And right now, Bella's in front of me, and I'm digging it. I think she is going to bring some heavy-duty shit to this game. And as long as she doesn't, like, only cook, I'll be happy. So there's that. So those are the two people that we're kind of looking forward to seeing how they do in this game. Who are you already at this point? Like, I, I don't know what to think about them, but you don't like them. Who is who's not on your favorites list at this point? Pretty much everybody. Okay, the ones that are memorably on my shit list right now, besides Jackson and Catherine. Okay, because those two, like, oh. I'm sorry, I got nothing but vomit to send in their direction, and I'll leave it at that. Um, you know. Nicole, the little preschool teacher from East Keysport, Louisiana, or some bullshit, I don't know. Nah, she's a New Yorker. She's from Long Island. And she's creepy. I'm sorry. I hope they get her butt out, but she might last. She's, <laughs> she's the most icky in terms of gameplay. And I think the ickiness of her gameplay, like, oh, well, I just promised so-and-so Jessica, and now I'm going to screw over Jessica. Too bad, Jessica. I'm more afraid of Jackson. That's just, like, the worst gameplay in the world. So that was an instant shot to the top. Now, if these people turn out to be mostly jerks, I have to really root for Ovi. Okay, as opposed okay. to the the carefully presented sort of thing that Elise Annalise has going on, obvious like what the fuck I'm just all here, oh boy, and he wants to, you know, be an icon for people 
that came from anywhere besides here, but especially the ones um, from Bangladesh. So, you know, if we're all looking for a story of what happens to people when they come to America, they work their butt off, they go to school, and then they get on Big Brother. That's what happens to new people who come to America. And Ovi is basically like their little flag boy. So I think he's funny. I think he's silly. I think he's bright enough to get a college degree, but I don't know what he's going to do after that, except for maybe be a cheerleader for somewhere, or a social media manager for some corporation. I don't know. But I kind of like the I mean, he's likable, right? Well, it's funny you mentioned social media because the one that's on my shit list right now is the digital marketing executive slash wannabe social media influencer, Catherine. <coughs> oh my God, will she not shut the hell up? Every time she was on screen, I understand, I live in Texas. I'm very familiar with the Texas accent. I understand that there is a difference here. That is not a Texas accent I heard from her. That was someone who was on speed and whose tape was sped up three times the normal speed of the way they speak. Catherine spoke so friggin' fast, I almost couldn't understand some of the things she was saying, and I know that that perpetuates the Southern stereotype. No, she just doesn't stop to breathe. Well, and so see, she's now, kind of on my I shit list for that. Yeah, I, Southern girls, to, in my experience, the ones in my family that I visited in Texas and shit like that, actually are pretty laid back and soft, not soft-spoken, but they don't rattle on like that. And I would say that I don't think her problem is meth. I think she can afford cocaine. Back to you, Jimmy. Well, I'm not sure about that myself, but I do think that she needs to lay off any caffeine at all this year. She and another person I'm going to mention in a minute. Christy is playing poorly. I, I understand that there's some stuff with her. She is very likely HOH at this point. But uh, the other person that is really on my shit list is Sam. Um, oh, my yeah. God. How could I have forgotten Sam? I know, because I tried so desperately to forget him the instant he disappeared from the screen. Sam, uh, James Ryan from Big Brother 6 and Big Brother All-Stars called Sam Howie if he had a family. And... That might be the most appropriate thing. I, I love the fact that he's exuberant, but dude needs to lay off a bit on the gas pedal. He is so overhyped. At the very least, he's going to burn himself himself out, but at the most, he's going to be annoying as shit if he's like this all the time. Well, number one, I guarantee you he's like this all the time. And number two, annoying as shit is exactly what he is and will be for the whole freaking season until he's gone, which probably will not be very long. Because that, you know, who is going to say, oh, I want to be your buddy? Anybody? No, Sam was like, oh my God, turn it off, turn it off. Loser, 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 loser. Uh, Who's next on your shit list? I... I am always wary of bro alliances, so Jack-Jack are both kind of on my uh, list of be wary of them. I don't quite dislike them, but Jackson 
kind of made a really bad strategic decision going into this. At the very least, it makes him a huge target later. Jack is just going to be a target because he's big, tall, and, you know, looks like Yeah, except for all the single girls want him. <clears throat> oh, that, man, that will work in his favor. Yeah, they weren't there to talk to, to Jackson. Uh-uh. We wanted the man without a son. And that ain't you, Jackson. No. So, yeah. Um, Holly, I'm interested to see how she plays, but I don't really have a huge read off of her just yet. Cliff, I'm curious to see how he gets along with people. I actually think Cliff, even though he didn't get a vote, I think Cliff actually did a smart thing by saying, "Hey, look, people call. You know, people go after the old folks in the first week. So, you know, I, I'm going after this because of that." I think people actually were like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. And so um, that kind of made sense. Uh, David, we got nothing from him tonight. Annalise, we got a little bit from. Um, well, let me, oh, let me I know the other stop person. on. Go. Go, go. I could, I could do with a little less Jessica. Ethel freaking Merman, okay? If you don't yes. know who that is, look it up. That's her shtick. Now, I'm going to jump back for a second and, and say my take on David is he's just too freaking serious. If he's out of this house, which seems likely, it's because he did not connect really on any deep level with anybody. That's what I would guess. Um, then again, we don't know what the competition will be that we will see tomorrow night. So he could have lost fair and square. But if it had anything to do with other house guests voting or anything, or even remembering information about all the other house guests, David just seemed to be disconnected from the whole thing. When he made his pitch, to become camp director, it was, like, serious. These are facts, people, as opposed to, hey, dude, I'm just, like, the most funnest camp director y'all ever going to have, and we're yeah. going to kick some butt, and that'd be me. See, I'd be like, dudes, we're going to rock the joint. But no, David didn't say anything like that. David was like, oh, I'm quite seriously a photographer, by the way. And... I should be camp director so I can screw over whoever I want. Thank you. <laughs> um, I like that. Ovi, I thought, was good enough. He was fine. Um, he's going to be somebody I'll be interested to see how he does, but he's got the goofy factor going. Nicole has the weird thing going. You said it yourself. I don't dislike her as much as you do, but I am going to say she could get real annoying real quick. I can see that coming. Uh, yeah, Tommy, and... and- and my dislike for her is really, really pinned on the fact that she immediately stabbed Jessica in the back. Just immediately without thinking about it. Yeah. It was like, no, I'm not here with any... You know, it's like she has no strategy, to be honest. Because anybody should know better than to promise one person your vote and then give it to somebody else. And then find yourself looking down the barrel of the person number one's fury... Sorry to take up so much time there, but um, indeed, um, did I totally blow your train of thought? No, you didn't. Um, you and I, Go. you, you kind of said it all there. I will say this. 
uh, I'm very, very curious to see that first conversation that they show us between Tommy and Christy. Uh, Tommy, yes. I was worried about. I was worried about Tommy at first because I thought he was being a little too boisterous, all that kind of stuff. But then, as soon as he saw Christy, we got a change in his approach immediately, and it was like, "Oh shit, she's here. I know her." I need to make sure that my game doesn't get fucked up. We saw a serious side come out of Tommy while he wasn't too serious. He wasn't too, you know, he wasn't David or even Jackson. But he 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 immediately realized, oh shit, there's a game here. I need to start thinking game from moment one. And so Correct. I was very pleased to see that. Yes, me too. Me too. You know, I like Tommy. He's a guy that could end up winning it. I mean, half of them could end up winning it, but yeah. indeed, you know, it's like you get in there, you're going to do all this over the top. Who's ready for the champagne and all this shit, like putting on your Broadway star act. And the truth is, is now he might even have a better chance of winning if he modifies so that uh, he can get some mileage out of Christy. Well, there Christy, is some I don't know. Sorry, I would say, Christy, I don't know. I don't know whether it benefits her at all. I don't really see her as a player. Well, there is precedent for that sort of thing. And I go back to Big Brother 8. When Danielle saw Dick Donato walk into the door, these two hadn't seen each other in years. They end up going one and two to the final, and Dick ends up winning. If Christy and Tommy can work together and and have strategy together. I don't know if Christy can do that because we've already seen questionable uh, strategic decisions from her. But if those two can lay low and plan their game through, they could, they could run the house. Um, Possible. It's, it's very curious to see where it goes. The most important part, I would say the most important prerequisite for them running the house is that Christy does whatever Tommy tells her to do. Okay? Because, like you say, I don't think Christy has any game at all. But if she does what Tommy says, suddenly she's got game, and Tommy's got a lot of game. Well, that's presuming that Tommy does have game. We've seen hints of it, but we don't know for sure. But I agree with you that she needs to at least listen to him. Yeah, and what makes me think that he has game is that he talked about how blending into the cast of a Broadway play um, is one of those things where you could be replaced in an instant if yeah. you're not swimming with the crew. And indeed, he seems to be really good at swimming with the crew. And in this case, he's got 15 other people to work. So I think, I think like I say, if he gets... Christy taking direction from him and if his reads are good if he's as good as he said he was um, before the season started then that's a real threat I will say by the way it was it was lovely to see that story of his father that his father once he you know realized his son wanted to be a dancer starts taking dance lessons so he can bond with his son more that was that was actually a really cool thing to hear. I'm not going to lie about that at all. I was really impressed with his dad at that point. Just apropos of nothing, I just love that they mentioned that. Yep. Well, we actually have people that can hear us talking right now. 
Yes, we do. So it's cool. I got totally distracted. And let me jump to somebody that we haven't mentioned. Please. That either one of us have never said her name once. And it's important because I'm looking at all these other people and they all have a little bit of air and a little bit of this and that. But Kimmy Fakumi. Yes. Kimmy is a total unknown. The only thing we know for sure is that she thinks she's a real queen bitch. Yeah, I'm she might that, be. I'm getting that vibe as well. I'm wondering if it's an act. Um, I'm wondering if it's a quote-unquote personality they're having her try to put out there. Uh, no, Kemi, I don't think so. Well, I think she's got her questionable sense of humor. She even mentioned that herself. And in the in the in the moment where she made her joke that kind of fell flat, I was like, "Ooh, nice try, but no." Um, as far as she goes, I'm very curious to see where we move forward with her. Um, I'm very curious to see how far she gets in the game. She could, if she's if she's smart about who she aligns with and smart about how she plays the game socially, she's fairly fairly smart. She's a marketing strategist. That could take her very far. But if she if she does indeed have that personality that grates on people or, you know, is combative, then there is precedent for her game going to shit as well. And if you don't believe me, there's a gif of her uh, of her leaving the house and making her grand exit twice. So um, I would love to see Kemi do well. I would love to see I'd love to see any of these people do well. None of them, none of them really come across as oh God no. There's there hasn't been somebody I, that really did that to me since Jose a couple of years back. Well, I would say personally, both Jackson and Cliff are pretty high on my list of you you not as high as Sam but they're pretty <laughs> up there you know Jackson is a desperate mama's boy Cliff is about one tenth as funny as he thinks he is and just his overall well, I'm so glad I'm here you know, he reminds me from the guy who got his poodle washed on Beavis and Butthead. Okay? I don't think he's that stupid. <laughs> he's got a degree. He knows petroleum engineering, which should keep him in Cheetos for at least another three or four years before the whole industry implodes. But however it is... There's something that if I walked into that house and listened to this kind of drippy, gooey guy from Galveston or Houston or whatever the fuck, I'd just be like, oh, my God. If you're worried about going home because old people always go home first, dude, you're first, okay? I'm going to present <laughs> you with your worst fucking nightmare. So, you know... It's, I think, well, you know, those three, 
you started off a half hour ago saying, well, who's really like at the top of the list of not going to get very far? And I think Sam and Cliff and somebody else, and I forgot their name already. No, I didn't Jackson. actually. Their name is Jackson. How can you remember a name when you look at that big square jaw? Like, you know, that was that look was required in the 1950s in Hollywood because of all of the Western shows on TV. They needed guys who looked good in a cowboy hat, and that kind of square-jawed face really, really fits the bill. But there is nothing about that guy that makes me think he's going to last more than halfway, especially if, you know, we're all waiting. I mean, Jack made it clear he's going to throw Jackson under the bus at the first available opportunity. And why shouldn't he screw him and ride him for now? Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that, actually. Well, this is where uh, tomorrow night becomes all the more important. Because by tomorrow night, I think at that point we'll have, we'll have the HOH, we'll have nominees... I don't know that we'll have a veto competition performed yet, but typically uh, some of that has been done. I think, though, we'll see how it all goes because let's not forget, folks, this is not, excuse me, this is not a normal eviction week already with the extra week. But next week, July 4th is a Thursday. They're having their eviction on the 3rd. So um, we're going to have an interesting situation just come from that. You know, the weird expansion compression of the first week takes on an even bigger uh, strain when the 4th of July comes into play. So, And, and you know, the, the really cool thing, and we started off talking about this a little bit, the really cool thing is, is that this episode started with actual gameplay, okay? Yes. There isn't going to be two people out by a week from Wednesday, a week from tomorrow. I mean, there isn't going to be one. There will be two. And... The first one, unlike the other, oh, guess what? You finished last. You get to go home. Sort of experience. No. Jackson is going to have to piss off four people bad. Really bad. Like, he doesn't have any good reason to nominate anybody. So he's going to throw four people up there. The three that don't go are going to come for him like you would not believe. And if one of them wins HOH next week, he is fucked. Yeah. Yay. He is. Yay. <laughs> not, That's, not that you're I, upset I, by that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to channel my granddaughter there. She can say, yay, yay. <laughs> really good. I have a video of her at a birthday party, okay? A little birthday party for a two-year-old. Now, my grandchild, her father's family is all, like, really tall, okay? Like, really tall. My son-in-law's mother is Swedish and 5'10", and, um, you know, Viking take you to Valhalla, Brunhilde, whatever. So this little girl is the size of a three-year-old. How she got that way, I blame entirely on her father's mother. If you can imagine what it's like to have everybody standing around going, oh, I'm so sorry, your three-year-old can't really talk. The girl is like, she's only 18 months. 
she, she can't she can say yay really good she can say hi g pop and a few other things um but the way that the happy birthday song went was you know her mother's singing the girl is looking around like yeah, this is cool. She's got a juice box. She's getting all the sugar she's ever had in her life right at that moment. And all she could do when the singing was over, she put the jukebox down, clapped her hands. Yay! Yay! Anyway, it's fascinating watching little kids grow up. They all grow up different, you know. But anyways, this one. You have gone I mean, full granddad in the last couple of years. And just as your friend, I'm going to tell you, it's kind of adorable to watch. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, uh, it's, so, a, it's impossible not to. But yeah, yay. That is the operative word. Jackson fucked himself. We're so good. And Tax Girl Online says, my yucks are Kimmy and Cat. Well, there you go. So a couple of things while uh, while we are talking tonight. Big Brother 21 did trend on Twitter during the episode and for a brief period afterwards in the United States. Um, we did have all of the usuals come out, and sure enough, they were talking about the show. They were uh, all the ex-cast members. Uh, consensus online typically seems to be good first episode, so that's good to see. Um I think yep. we're I think we're not alone in that sentiment on this one. Absolutely. As long as they don't bring in any freaking camp clowns, you know. Oh my god. You Say didn't realize yeah. we are going to get we're going to get the former house guests coming in as camp counselors and stuff like that. You know that's going to happen this year. The question is is whether they'll be allowed to play the game or not, which we won't really oh, know yeah. until next week. No, I think Big Brother actually learned a positive lesson from the uh, season of last year. The fact that it was an all-newbies cast that that did tremendously well in terms of uh, both ratings and in terms of fan popularity, I don't think they're going to try to bring in anybody to, to play, to, to do other stuff. I think this is going to be another fairly pure season in that regard. I sure hope you're right. I mean, I spent most of the last year thinking these guys finally learned their lesson of what could happen if you put in, you know, a really good, solid crew. What was it? 17 was uh, all newbies with the twins, right? That was 17, I think. That was 17. And then 18 and 19 were screwed up. And then 20 was good. And so 21, maybe two. The only thing is, is, you know, it, as I read the ratings last year, uh, Big Brother held, okay? It did not substantially increase the audience, but it held the audience. It didn't lose anything. If that happens again this year, then there's a renewal out there for them um, if they can figure out the hosting situation. I know, you know, that really doesn't have any place on this podcast, but whether or not Julie will come back again and how much money she will want and how much money they want to pay her and whether they think they have someone who could replace her, those are all open questions. And before a contract can be signed for Big Brother 22, those questions need to be answered. So, you know, it's kind of cool seeing this. And it's really cool that it started good, 
and I really want to hear a renewal about halfway through the season um, so I can forget about wondering whether it will be back next summer or not. All of us here in TV land are freaking addicted, okay? You cannot take away our heroin. I'm sorry, I will not allow it. Um, yeah, right. Like, TV ever cared whether you really love Star Trek or not, etc., etc. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I think, at least for myself, I've said about everything I can think of on these people. But like I said, I really want to find out tomorrow night who Jackson's going to piss off and who's going to have the knives out for him. And I mean really knives out for him. Cliff, as a result of that kind of mess, will probably slide by next week, too. He's probably going to get into week three. He might be the longest-lived old house guests um, right up there with Jerry but you never know well let's talk about what we know is going to happen for the next week real quick because we will be around here uh, tomorrow night tomorrow night is the second part of the season premiere that will air at 8 eastern 7 uh, central we will be on when that episode finishes uh, from there oh, uh, I thought we were not going to be on Oh, I thought we were doing two nights. I thought we were only doing the first night. Sorry, folks. You know, you're listening to this. Here's the thing. Tomorrow night, as soon as the show ends, the feeds go on. No, they're the, not going to come on till 11, p- 11 p.m. Uh, Central. Oh, no shit. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Am I, am I betraying the fact that I'm living in the Pacific time zone again? Yeah, yep. the whole state of Nevada is in the Pacific time zone, and I'm just used to like, dude. Well, the show was just on TV, and now the feeds are on. But Finley's right. Midnight Eastern time is when those feeds come on, 9 p.m. Pacific, and the show's going to end much earlier. And I don't know where my head got all screwed up on this, but I thought we had agreed only to do one podcast. But, ladies and gentlemen in the audience, all three listeners. We are going to be back tomorrow night, just like Finley said, unless he changes his mind. Nope, I'll be here. Um, we'll cool. be back tomorrow night. Now, as far as broadcast schedule for the week, from my understanding, it's going to be for this week, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because they've got the Sunday night show like they always do, and most likely we're going to see the HOH and uh, nominations happen then. We're going to see Tuesday be the veto uh uh, competition and ceremony and we're going to see the eviction happen Wednesday now Correct. most of that stuff is going to happen by the end of the day Sunday Right. so bear that in mind as well everything except the, the person walking out the door and let me say this given that there's Sunday Tuesday, Wednesday next week and then Thursday is the 4th um, our plan as of now is to broadcast on Monday night. We'll podcast on Monday night at, um, what, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. And we'll bring you up to date on everything we know about the show um, at that point. We should get a little bit more on the spoiler side if somebody's going to start whispering um, from behind the uh, CBS wall of secrecy. But at the very least, we're going to have a really good read on these people after watching them in the house 24-7 for about five days. We will know things like, you know, 
is Catherine hated by every woman in the house? We will know Jackson is hated by every man in the house. We will know how many bad jokes Cliff has told. And we will also know how many times Nicole laughed at Cliff's jokes. And I'm betting zero <laughs> on that one. What do you think? I Can I tell you, I'm not as down on Cliff as you are. I'm just going to say that real quick. I, I, I'm... I thought the thing where he was laying on his back playing possum was actually kind of funny. I'm not saying he's going to be the the laugh riot of the season. Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm just saying I'm giving him a shot. Um, Okay. Well, I've got to be up front. You know, he's ten times the man Cornbread was. Let's just leave it at that. This guy is a real deal. He's a hardworking. Cornbread did get the first. Sorry. Yeah, cornbread. Good old cornbread, man. Who have who has been desperately trying to forget cornbread and just had your memory jog just now by me opening my big mouth. But anyways, yeah, on a scale of cornbread to George Strait, I gotta say Cliff is right smack in the middle. He ain't half as funny as he thinks he is. He's probably smarter than any of us. And uh, you know, he wears a hat all the time. There you go. I don't know what to say about that guy except for he annoys the fuck out of me, and it's just because he reminds me of people I know in real life. Ah. So there you go. I got Texas family, okay? Let's just stop there. Yes. Well, stop right there. (laughs) On that note, folks. Monday night, you're going to hear us talk more shit about these people, and we will have. Uh, we will be greatly informed compared to where we are right now. Right. And uh, Mondays will be, as Keith mentioned, our flagship show every week. That's when you're going to be able to hear us. Uh, we will talk Big Brother. We will talk the events of the week. We'll give our predictions on who we think will go. And uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And, Keith, I'm looking forward to another season, man. Absolutely. And just to dangle a little Big Brother twist out there, we may have um, a special guest joining us uh, next Monday, and if everything goes well, you'll find out who that is next Monday. But uh, indeed, let me say that Kathy um, has issues. She's dealing with um, her husband's health and a whole bunch of stuff in her life right now. So she can't be here, and we miss the heck out of her. And Kathy, if you have a chance to hear this, if you lasted this long, Hey, hope you're doing well, and we miss you. Absolutely. Um, Best wishes for you and your husband. Uh, We do hope to be speaking with you again at some point. Uh, Soon. For now, yeah. For now, I think, Keith, we've pretty much talked the heck out of this one. Would you agree? Yeah, they've heard everything I have to say, that's for sure. I would say the same for me as well. So, uh, last thoughts for you? Um, Welcome back, everybody. This is two seasons in a row of newbies and what looks to be to be pretty good casting. And we're going to see who drools over who, but the the one thing that seems certain is Jackson and Catherine are, uh, you know, they're just going to be all over each other. About ten seconds after the feeds go off, they'll think, oh, we're all alone in this bedroom and we can do whatever we want. 
because I think, you know, no matter how much a mama's boy Jackson is, once Catherine gets a hold of his brain, he ain't going to be thinking about nothing but her. So you think they're going to be the ones that when Big Brother After Dark ends, they're going to think, oh, the feeds are off. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Chicka, boom, chicka, bang. There you go. Uh, there you for go. my last thoughts, folks, um, I'm looking forward to this season. I said that already about a million times. I thought tonight was great. I do look forward to discussing this with you. We'll be doing that through bbchatter.com where you can sign up. You can join the web board. You can join our VIP board. There's information there as far as how to do that. You can also find us online through this. There will be archives of this show, and you will also be able to subscribe to the show if you wish. Uh, information about that in my Twitter account, FNLIII. I will provide that information to you. Um, and it's let me it's say a that, great place to be. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. It is. We have fun. And the people who we pay money to to host and broadcast this podcast have been screwed up for the last week. However, it looks like they're almost better. Besides yeah. looking in all kinds of other places, you can go to bbchatter.com, cast link, which lets podcast link, which lets to listen live. And there's also a podcast with a little times right underneath it, a little bit smaller print that will take you to the set of all the old shows we've done for years um so that's another way to get to us absolutely finley i think absolutely as you said we've gotten it all we made it under an hour which we usually try to do and hardly ever do so on behalf of everybody in the big brother universe um especially the BB Chatter VIPs. Thank you for listening. And Finley, it was great to be here again with a season actually in progress. Yes, absolutely. Keith, Finley? thanks for uh, for bringing the party out, and we'll talk to you all next week. Okay, take care. <laughs>